This is the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast. This podcast provides tips, tools, and inspiring stories for creating clarity around your calling, opening your heart to infinite possibilities, and enabling you to have the greatest impact on the world. I'm Julian Crossenhill, a certified spiritual life coach, meditation teacher, human design specialist, and founder of Pre-Survenana. And most recently, I've joined the faculty at Starseed Academy Coach Training. It's my mission to teach and guide others in living a spiritually aligned life that answers their unique calling. Welcome, and thanks for listening. Today, I want to talk about storytelling, and in particular, why storytelling is an important tool for answering your unique calling. Storytelling is an important part of my process, and I use storytelling with my clients in my coaching. And I think that's because that's because I believe that it's a powerful tool for understanding some direction towards answering your unique calling. And it can also be an important tool for not only uncovering what your blocks are, but finding ways to overcome those blocks. And so storytelling within a coaching context can involve creative writing, creative visualization, or journaling. I often use journaling prompts with my clients to help them uncover some additional insight outside of our time together, and then we can actually discuss it and make more headway in a session. So today I'm gonna talk about three main types of storytelling and how they relate to answering your unique calling. So the the first one I wanna talk about is your personal story and telling your personal story. So telling your personal story helps you uncover the hints that have always been there around your unique calling, around your strengths, and around your spiritual gifts. There's always been sort of themes in your life that point towards your unique calling and towards the unique spiritual gifts and unique abilities that you've been given to allow you to fulfill your mission here on this earth. So one of the ways that you tell your personal story is it's really just a process. And you can do this, you know, verbally, you can do it by journaling, you can do it by writing it out. There's lots of different ways that you can tell your personal story. And this is actually an interesting exercise that I learned when I took my yoga teacher training, we all told our stories in one of the sessions that we did. And it was really a powerful moment where we all shared our personal stories and what brought us to this point in our spiritual journey. So when I'm guiding someone through telling their personal story, the first thing that we start with is what are your earliest childhood memories? What did you want to be when you grew up when you were a little kid? What did people notice as your gifts or talents? So in my own life, a couple of the things that stand out from my earliest childhood memories is, believe it or not, when I was real little, I wanted to be a doctor. At one time, I wanted to be a writer, and at one time, I wanted to be a doctor. So it kind of changed there. And some of the things that people noticed as talents or gifts of mine was my imagination. Writing was a big thing that I liked to do. And also, my mother wrote a number of, you know, did a lot of writing herself, And some of the things that she wrote when I was little talked about my sensitivity and my kindness. So those all sort of weave some small clues towards my unique calling, which, as I've shared before, is to teach and guide others on living a spiritually aligned life that answers their unique calling. So starting there, just kind of jot those down and see what comes up for you. And then moving on from 
early childhood, what were your interests in late elementary school into middle school? So if you don't live somewhere where there you middle school is a common term in the areas of the US that I'm from, middle school was a seventh through eighth grade. So, you know, looking at like late elementary to like eighth grade. And during that time in late elementary school into middle school, what did you want to be when you grew up and what talent started to emerge as you grew older? So for me, I was really interested in the paranormal. I read lots of ghost stories. I read about Bigfoot. I read about UFOs. I was fascinated with the paranormal. And my interest started to shift more towards science at that time. I started to get really interested in astronomy, in science, in chemistry, in, you know, more left-brained pursuits. And then what did you want to do in high school? And what did people notice then? And what were your talents and skills? So high school was interesting for me because I started out in the first part of high school wanting to go into engineering. I'd had an interest in science and wanted to go into an engineering field. One of the things that other people noticed about me at the time is my grandmother on my mother's side was an evangelical Christian, and she had always believed that I was going to be a preacher. And around the time that I was in ninth grade, she started talking about me being a teacher as opposed to a preacher because I was more left-brained. And she said I had a talent for breaking things down for people. So that was kind of interesting. And as you can see, now that I actually teach and coach, there was that sort of hint even as far back as the ninth grade in terms of what my unique calling would ultimately be. Interestingly enough, around my senior, junior to senior year of high school, I got really interested in art and decided to actually major in that in college, which is actually my next thing. What did you major in or what did you study in college? is the next part of your personal story. So for me, I was a fine arts major uh, with an emphasis in photography, but I also knew the difficulty around making a living in art. So I was a double major in art education. I was actually training to teach K through 12 art. And what was your first career? My first career coming out of school was I did teach K through 12 art in a private school. And then I did retail management for a while before actually finally ending up going back to engineering. Um, I, you know, as I've told my story in a number of different places, I spent the last 25 years in software engineering. I'm a former CTO and director of engineering and in different roles. So then what was your second career, which, you know, as I've mentioned, was my was engineering for me. And what did you do for leisure? What's calling you now? What do your friends say you're good at? I think these are all really important parts of our personal story because often our friends or people we know will tell us, hey, you know, you're really good at this. You should consider this. And we dismiss it or we're not or we say we're not interested in it. And it's it's funny because I did this a lot around the idea of teaching. Where what resistance arises is my final question. So when you're writing your personal story, after you after college, what was your first career? What was your second career? What are you doing for fun? What are you doing that lights you up that's not your main work? Because there's probably some clues there um, in terms of what your unique calling is. And just looking at your personal story once you've told it, what common themes emerge? So for me, teaching really emerged as a common theme as well as writing. 
which eventually led me to becoming a yoga teacher, getting more involved teaching spirituality, and then eventually becoming a life uh, spiritual life coach as well. So telling your personal story helps you uncover those clues, uncover those common themes that show up throughout your life and lead you sort of to discover the breadcrumbs to answer your unique calling that have always been there. The next part about storytelling that I want to talk about is how we tell stories that hinder us. So we all have stories that we tell ourselves in our head, and they're stories about the way the world works, about what's possible, and what we personally are capable of. And these stories filter the possibilities from the quantum field. So we live in a world, in a quantum field of possibilities. There are constantly various possible timelines, various scenarios, various possibilities that are there in the present moment. In each moment, we make a choice that causes one or more of those possibilities to manifest while the others sort of fade away. And if any of you are familiar with the Jane Roberts material in the book, The Nature of Personal Reality, Jane Roberts channeling Seth, Seth teaches us that the point of power is in the present. And that's because the present moment is when we can choose from the quantum possibilities which one we are going to bring into being. And our stories that we tell ourselves about what is possible, what we are capable of, how the world works, filter those possibilities that we can even consider. And so in the present moment, instead of seeing the unlimited possibilities that exist in the quantum field, we see only one or two or a handful of even possible decisions that we can make and paths that we can take. We tell these stories about how things are and what cannot be. And these stories, when we really get, look at them with a critical eye, tell us or point to where our blocks are. They point to what our false beliefs are, the beliefs that we have that aren't true, but that block us or hinder us from moving forward. These can be blocks like, I'm not a good speaker. I can't make a living doing the thing I love. Nobody will pay for this. All of these various stories that we tell ourselves that limit the possibilities of answering our unique calling. These stories that we tell ourselves about how things are and what can or cannot be also point to our unconscious fears. Sometimes these stories we tell ourselves to protect us from our fears, to keep us feeling safe. And human design helps us understand and shift our personal story. When we understand how our form was designed to work and how we interface with the quantum field, we start to understand where our our personal story and where our narrative is originating from. And we can begin to have more awareness around these things and begin to shift that story. Coaching also focuses on shifting the story. We really, in a coaching session, look at those blocks. We talk about what the false beliefs are, and we start to talk about how could we replace these false beliefs with more uplifting, more supportive beliefs? How can we create new beliefs that are true and that empower us to see more of the unlimited possibilities of the quantum field 
and be able to really live in the present moment, making decisions between all of those unlimited possibilities. You can always write a new chapter, and coaching is one way in which you can gain awareness of what those stories are and begin to shift that story and write new chapters. We also can use stories to shift our thinking. So we can tell a story about our future self. We can write it as you know any other story, maybe as a journaling um, prompt. So we look several years, maybe five years down the road and tell ourselves a story. What is our future self doing? Who are they with? And how did they get there? What does it feel like? What do they have that they don't have now? What kind of changes are they making in the world? Telling yourself a story about your future and then looking at how your future self got to where they are can help you navigate a path in the present moment of how you could replicate what happened in your story in the real life. You can also tell a story about the world changing. All of us that are answering our unique calling, we're doing so because each of us has some level of dissatisfaction with the way the world is. We see a world that is unjust or on the wrong path, and we believe that we can change it. We believe that we can make an impact, and we believe that it is our mission to make that impact, to change the world for the better. And so we can often begin by telling a story about what change we would like to see in the world. And once we understand what is the change that we ultimately want to see in the world, we can start to figure out how our part play, what part we play in that, in that change happening, what our unique calling can do to make that change a reality. You can also use the third person and imagine yourself as the hero in an epic tale. So Joseph Campbell often used world mythology to talk about the hero's journey. Joseph Campbell often talked about Star Wars as being a really good example of the hero's journey. And for anyone who's of my generation, Generation X, we all grew up on Star Wars. So I think everyone from that generation, maybe even forward, can understand the hero's journey. Just thinking about um, Luke Skywalker's journey from a farm boy to you know, a Jedi Knight that helps the Rebel Alliance overthrow the evil empire. So we can tell stories about ourselves as telling our, imagining ourselves as the hero in our own epic tale. It can also be really helpful. There is a, a coaching process involving telling stories about yourself in the third person in which you work with another person and you talk about yourself in the third person and it's called, um, have you seen? So you say, you know, if I were doing this tool about myself, someone might say, have you, I might say something like, have you seen Julian? And the other person would ask, yeah, no, what's going on with them? And then I would say, you know, oh, he's got this fantastic coaching business. And you do this exercise talking about yourself in the third person and telling a story about what you would like to create in your life. And it makes it so much more real for you um, doing that, that you can begin to really move forward in an empowered way towards making that happen. Storytelling has been part of humanity for millennia. We've told stories first orally. We painted stories on cave walls. We wrote them in cuneiform. We began to we discovered writing in order to write down our stories. So storytelling is part of our human DNA, and it can be a powerful tool for answering your unique calling. 
It can help you find the clues and the breadcrumbs and the hints that are in your own personal life over the years that you've been on this earth and in, in, the, in this incarnation. You can use stories to discover how the stories that you tell about what can and cannot be and the way the world works have blocked you or prevented you from answering your unique calling. And you can use stories to ultimately shift your thinking by telling stories about your future self, imagining yourself in the third person, or imagining a changed world that answering your unique calling will make possible. I hope that you enjoy telling some new stories of your own. Let me know on social media how you enjoyed this episode. You can find me on Instagram at Priest of Inanna, or you can find my website at priestofinanna.com. Inanna is I-N-A-N-N-A. That's priestofinanna.com. Instagram, Priest of Inanna. Facebook, Priest of Inanna. Bright blessings. Are you a soulpreneur? You've answered your unique calling by starting a spirituality-based business. Maybe now you find yourself overwhelmed. There's so much to do for your business and so many things you've never done before that you need to learn how to do. With an ever-growing to-do list, you may feel like you'll never get everything done. Decisions become complicated and you may feel like you need to work all the time. Even worse, our old friend imposter syndrome hooks his head up, you struggle with your pricing, and every business coach on the planet wants to sell you a marketing system. I've been there. It's why I've created my Soulpreneur Energetic Success Program. This coaching program helps you use your human design, storytelling, ritual, and transformational coaching to build your Soulpreneur business. Discover how to make the best decisions for you, how to find the most aligned action to take, overcome imposter syndrome, confidently charge what your services are worth, and move forward with ease and grace. Visit my website, www.priestofanana.com, to schedule a free intro call.